Welcome to Ask a Lawyer. I'm Steve Sleeper. Today, we're speaking with the big man, Attorney Joey Franks at Big Man Law in Jackson, Mississippi, about workers' compensation law. The first question for the big man is, what is workers' compensation in Mississippi? Workers' compensation in Mississippi is the system whereby somebody injured on the job has a right of recovery against an employer and or the workers' compensation insurance company. So it, it differs in the sense that you don't get pain and suffering like you do in a car wreck, but it also has some advantages in that you don't have to prove who's at fault or anything like that. So long as the, the incident wasn't intentional to try and collect money, then you should be covered if you were in the scope of your employment in Mississippi working. And you go through our Mississippi Workers' Compensation Commission, you, you don't ever have to deal with a jury you get an administrative law judge, and it's meant to be a streamlined process. Uh, it doesn't always work out that way, whereby an injured worker can get all the benefits they are entitled to. So you mentioned that uh, pain and suffering is, is not covered, but w- w- what is covered? What is covered are all the medical expenses you incur that are related to this, all the mileage that you incur going to and from doctor's appointments, physical therapist appointments, occupational therapist appointments, pain management doctors, all that is covered along with indemnity benefits which provide for compensation for the lost wages. And that gets a little tricky and you don't get your actual lost wages. You get two-thirds of your average weekly wage up to a cap. And that cap varies from year to year. So somebody that had a 2018 injury will have a very different cap than somebody that has a 2023 injury. Okay, so for workers' compensation, why do I, why do I need a lawyer? Workers' compensation is sort of a world of its own. It, it differs than, for example... You don't get the pain and suffering. Most people, one of the first things I I, I hear on a consultation is you won't believe the pain and suffering I've been in. And it it pains me to have to sit there and tell them, unfortunately, you don't get an award for that. And people don't know that just because an insurance company is paying them a sum of money, well, there's certain circumstances in workers' comp where the injured worker is entitled to that money. But what's more, that's the bare minimum that worker is entitled to. Do you know if you're entitled to mileage benefits? Do you? How do you get medical treatment if the insurance company says, no, we, we don't think that's related? An attorney will know exactly what to do and the steps to take to get you the medical treatment, to get you the financial benefits that you're owed, and any other benefits, because these insurance companies, their number one job is to pay as little money as possible. My job is to get you as many benefits as possible. So you, you've talked about what an attorney does specifically. Why should a person hire the big man? I have started out doing workers' compensation. That was the very first case I ever had was a workers' compensation case. I come from a blue-collar background. My mom worked at a paper mill for over 40 years. I worked at that same paper mill in college. I've worked on the railroad. I have seen people with these on-the-job injuries personally. I've seen that they didn't know what to do. Men that could rebuild entire engines didn't have a clue how to handle a case like this. Well, I've gone and I've learned how to handle all these cases. So those people that get hurt on those jobs can call me and I can help them. Uh, Because uh, I always tell the story of one time somebody told my mama, well, go get a lawyer. 
Well, people quit telling my mama that about nine years ago when I started practicing law. And, uh, and I, I'm here to fight for everybody that's entitled to, to what, what the system allows for them to have when insurance companies are trying to short them. So let's say I retain you. What's the cost? You don't pay me anything if you don't get a, a recovery. If we recover a dollar for you, generally speaking, we get 25% of it in workers' comp, and that's set by statute. The only way that number goes up is if it goes up to the Mississippi Supreme Court or Court of Appeals, in which case it goes up to a third. But generally speaking, it stays at 25%. So what's your success rate? Depends on how you define success. Generally speaking, we try to make it to where each and every one of our clients get A, the benefits they deserve, and then we want to get them as much money as we possibly can because, like I told you, an insurance company's job is to spend as little money as possible. We're here to recover as much money as possible for our clients because this may be the only time that they can recover for this serious injury. And the vast majority of our clients receive compensation in some form or fashion, uh, quite often ending in a settlement or an award from an administrative law judge or maybe on appeal from the full commission. I've had them go all the way to the Mississippi Supreme uh, Mississippi Court of Appeals. And uh, that was the very first workers' compensation case I tried all the way through, and we ended up getting that individual over $160,000 all said and done. So we talked a little bit about what's covered, what's not covered. Um, are, are there any other benefits I could qualify for? The, the benefits that most people miss out on are uh, the mileage benefit. So whatever the IRS mileage rate is, individuals entitled that, and you think, well, that, that's not that much money. Well, somebody that goes to a physical therapist three times a week for six months and that physical therapist is a 10-mile drive, well, that's 60 miles a week over a six-month period. So that adds up pretty quick. You're also entitled to your medications. That, that's part of the medical that should be covered. Um, I've seen everything from prosthetics to a cane that had to be covered. In fact, there are circumstances where wheelchair vans are covered. There are all kind of things that are, that are covered that people don't realize may fall under workers' compensation. Quite often they think, well, I just get this because I was hurt, and that's what the insurance company said. No, 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 no. That's the bare bones minimum. If the insurance company's cutting you a check, it's because the law says they have to pay you that much. And it, the advantage of hiring an attorney is we go and we see that, yeah, that was the minimum. This is the maximum, so pay them closer to this. Okay, so let's say I have some fault here. I was operating a forklift. I was putting something up real high, and I misjudged it and came crashing down, and I'm hurt. Um, so it's, it's my fault. Can I still get some benefits, or how does that work? That's one of the benefits of the workers' compensation system in the sense that you don't have to, to show that it was the employer's fault, and the employer doesn't have to show that it's your fault. That goes back to one of the, the benefits established in the Great Compromise in the early 1900s regarding workers' compensation. Uh, you don't get a jury, but you don't have to prove fault either. So if an employer didn't put a particular guard up, well, you ain't going to go show that that employer didn't put that particular guard up. And the flip side is if an employee didn't follow a certain safety protocol and they get hurt, then they still have a right of recovery. So how long do I get to file my claim? How long do I, can I wait uh, for that? 
generally the statute of limitations on a workers' compensation case is two years from the date of injury. Uh, and by date of injury, it's the date that you actually knew about it for people that have an acute injury, such as a break or a cut or something like that, or the date that you knew or reasonably should have known of the injury. Think of somebody with hearing loss in a plant or something like that over a period of time. There's also another statute of limitations. It's a little bit of a sliding scale, and it's one year from the date of last payment of indemnity benefits. So if you were off work and uh, you were receiving benefits for a three-month period and they stopped those benefits, then you have one year from that period to file. Otherwise, you, you let your statute of limitation run. However, I strongly advise people, the second you get hurt, contact the law firm. Go ahead and get the process started so that we can get you to your choice of physician, which is another benefit of the workers' compensation that a lot of people miss out on. And we can go ahead and get things steered right so that you're, you're not fighting off problems on the backside. You've set up everything for your case on the head end as opposed to trying to build it after the facts. So do I get a... How does this work? Do I get a lump sum payment, uh, lump sum payment, or do I uh, do I get monthly payments? How, how, how does that work? Well, it depends on, on on the situation. Whenever you settle a case, then it generally be a lump sum payment where they pay you everything up front. If a, a judge awards a payment, sometimes it'll be in the form of a lump sum. The employer and carrier can decide whether they'd like to pay you a lump sum, whether they'd like to pay you over the, the allotted period of time. If you are off work because uh, the doctor says that you can't work at this particular time, then you're supposed to receive benefits. Uh, and a lot of times they pay them weekly, but the law requires them to pay them at least bi-weekly. And the, the weekly maximum for 2023 injury is $585.82. And the amount they would pay would be two thirds of your average weekly wage capped at that five eighty five eighty two. So I I come to you to help me with my workers' compensation uh, claim. I come to Big Man Law. Do I work directly with you? Yes, you work directly with me. I have two staff members that do a wonderful job, and uh, they can answer ninety five percent of the questions. But I am the attorney on the file. So how long does it typically take to get a settlement? It depends on the injury. There are some times that it only takes four to six months, and there are some cases that are worked for years simply because that an individual is difficult for them to settle the case and get approval from the Workers' Compensation Commission until they've reached maximum medical improvement. And that's a term that doesn't mean that you're back to 100%. That means that the doctor's gotten you as close to 100% as you as can. You're not going to get any better, and they assign restrictions, impairment ratings, and they may even break out what the, the future medicals may cost. At that point, you can try settling it, but sometimes it, there are multiple surgeries, there's multiple rounds of physical therapy before they get to that stage. What should I tell my doctor? Second, you walk into the doctor's office, you tell them, I was injured on the job. This is the date of injury. I reported it to this person. It should be a supervisor, preferably. If not a supervisor, then anyone in, in the chain of command there where you work so that it gets to the supervisor. Uh, and you make sure you tell your doctor as much of this information as possible. You want to be as specific about what happened as possible. 
and that a way the doctor could create the, the history of the present illness that becomes part of the record right then and there. You start the paper trail. How do I know if my employer reported my injury? Well, you can call the Workers' Compensation Commission and find out. Uh, any law firm that you contact should be able to find out here at Big Man Law. We pull up an individual the second they contact us a workers' compensation case on the workers' compensation website and get as much information as possible. And what's more, if the employer reported it, you'll likely be contacted by an insurance agent pretty promptly because, remember, uh, you want to start handling things on the front end immediately so that you build your facts in your favor and you're not worried about it on the end, well, the insurance company's trying to build the facts in their favor from the very beginning so they don't have to worry about it on the end. And uh, that, that's why you want to, to go ahead and get the ball rolling immediately. How do I know if I should quit my job? I'd never recommend anybody quit their job. Uh, that, that's just something I can't in good conscience do because I know what gainful employment means to, to working Americans. So I never recommend an individual quit their job. I always recommend that if, even if a doctor says that you, you can't do what you would normally do and you can do this, this, and this, but not that, then contact that employer say, these are my restrictions. Do you have a job for me that meets these restrictions? They're going to say yes or they're going to say no. And if they say no, they've created a presumption that you're permanently and totally disabled or you're entitled to the 100% of the scheduled member loss, for example, an arm or a leg, and that really puts them in a pickle, as opposed to people that quit the job just simply because they don't feel it's safe. I understand that that's a personal decision that each person makes, but by just up and quitting the job, you do create some problems when it comes to, to your workers' compensation case, and if you, you don't quit that job, you put the employer in a position to where they may have to pay you more money. Thanks for listening to Ask a Lawyer. Our guest today has been the big man, attorney Joey Franks, at Big Man Law in Jackson, Mississippi.